0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tuesday Thoughts, where I talk about different topics and where people through surveys can, in complete anonymity, share their point of view. I hope these topics leave behind some food for thought. My name is Esther, and I am your host. In today's episode, we talk about going on vacation before and during the pandemic. Talking about this feels a bit weird now summer holidays are coming to an end and countries around us, around the Netherlands, are closing their borders again. For those who listen to this in a distant future, we are currently in an ongoing pandemic of COVID-19. COVID-19 is a highly contagious disease spreading from human to human. Symptoms are similar to a common cold at first. However, the disease can cause severe pneumonia, which can be fatal to stop the virus from spreading one of the measures are travel restrictions back in march the entire world went into a lockdown and all the borders started to close down the free people movement in europe was no longer possible now around may june people were getting ready for the tourist season and slowly countries started opening up again because a lot of countries are dependent of the money that they make from this However, people weren't as enthusiastic to travel and opted for different options than usual when they did go travel. I asked in the survey which options people normally go for when booking their vacation. People could pick airplane, ship, train, car, bus, and other. 67% picked airplane, 17% picked ship, 50% picked train and 67% picked car. And finally, 17% went to other, unfortunately not specified, and 0% went to Bus. I might want to add a small note here that people could pick more than one option, so these total numbers do exceed 100%. In the next question I asked the participants, have traveling choices changed for you due to COVID-19? 67% answered with yes, whereas only 33% remained on no. That's quite a big difference. Um, it's definitely something I've experienced myself that my traveling options have changed since the pandemic. I do not feel as safe, oddly enough, in an airplane on an airport as I am in a train, and I think for me, that comes that. The train feels more ventilated with the doors opening up a lot more often. Whereas on the airport, you're kind of like in a pretty confined space for quite a long time. And then depending on your flight, you're in an even smaller confined space without air ventilation for quite some time. Um, That is not for everyone to say, of course. And for a lot of people, it's also just public transport in general, the train, the airplane, the ship, they are no longer an option to take when traveling. They'd rather go by car, where in the car they know who's sitting in there and they don't bring any extra guests, like COVID-19. And now we see this, this opinion coming back when we're looking at the coming two questions. The next question being, which transport option made you feel the safest during travel before the pandemic? 33% picked airplane, 50% picked train, and 67% picked car. 0% went for bus, ship, and other. So people feel the most safe is in the car. Which makes sense, because aside from traffic danger, you have pretty much under control what is going on in your car. You're the driver, you know your skills, you know your energy level, you know who's in the car and is in what health condition. So it's understandable that this is the biggest popular opinion. Now, when we look at which transport option make you feel the safest during travel with the ongoing pandemic, this is where we really see the change happening. Because now 0% pick airplane, only 17% pick train, and 83% picks car. So when it comes to hygiene standards and feeling safe and secure in an environment, making sure that you are not risking getting this fast-spreading disease, people pick their own car if they're going on a vacation. Now, that does kind of limit, of course, your options and where you can go on a vacation. Um, something I want to dig into deeper in a part two of this podcast episode not indirectly going to be followed by this podcast but we'll be digging into it in the future um what i want to look at is is what destination people would pick to travel during these this ongoing pandemic but something that i've noticed myself from my own experiences is that people are only feeling safest traveling in their own car the options were more into neighboring countries. So me living in the Netherlands, we noticed that a lot of Dutch people would only go to the Netherlands itself, Germany, Belgium, very little people went to France, very little people drove all the way to Spain, even less or so to other countries further away. The same was for going into the Netherlands. We saw a lot of German people, Having their vacation in the Netherlands. Again. Because you're more limited. Of where you can travel. By car. And also. That sense of security. That if things go wrong. You don't have a very long way to travel back. And you have an option to travel back. Because another thing. That is very scary. When traveling in this pandemic. Is that if the borders close. Will you be able to get back. And the further away you are the more limited you get to resources like trains and planes. And if they don't go back, then you're stuck there. And you will be reliant on the place where you are, the government, your travel company, your agency and everything, onto getting back, unlike when going with a with a car. Now, going back to the question, which you felt safest with when traveling, this ongoing pandemic, 17% pick train. Um, that's a very small percentage. In that same survey, I asked as well, would you travel more by train or travel by train in general? If there were more options for sleeper trains available? For people that don't know what a sleeper train is, a sleeper train has compartments with beds that you can sleep in. So you could like travel while sleeping through your travel. so you could travel overnight. You could travel longer distances you could cover more ground without being too aware. It's kind of like going on an airplane for 12 hours and then just sleeping through it for eight hours or try to. And before the breakthrough of air travel, sleeper trains were the preferred way of traveling long distances over land. But they don't offer as many sleeper trains anymore. And they're also not that popular anymore. Because when we look at the results, only 33% said yes. But 50% answered no, and 17% remained undecided. This goes to show, though, that the answers of these surveys are not any leading numbers. Um, they're just a percentage of people that participated from within my community where I shared the polls um, through my Twitter, through my Twitch, through my Discord, through my Instagram. And only get at those people's opinions. Because when I look at the plans from various railway companies. Is that they intend on actually um, releasing more sleeper uh, sleeper train lines. Back into the schedule. Old scheduled lines that got retired are being put back in place. And new ones are being thought up. Because they see an increasing demand. Of overland travel versus air travel. So back in March. When the lockdowns worldwide started happening. All airplanes got landed. And got parked. There was no air traffic. People started working from home. They didn't go to their office. They didn't go to their other work environments. Except if they had an essential job. Like working in a supermarket. Or working in healthcare. What we've noticed with that. They're not being air traffic, they're being very low car traffic. Is that the pollution levels really gone down? And it really makes us think are we going in the right direction with these changes? Let's look at the answers of the following question that I asked Do you feel that plane tickets need increased prices to reduce usage in the fight against pollution? Or do you feel that makes it more upper-class exclusive. One of the participants says, I think it should be a must to compensate your CO2 output. Right now it's up to you if you want to pay for that when traveling by plane. Now I agree with this, and even better would be if that compensation doesn't go to the travel company, um, sorry, just ends up in some CEO's big boss's bonus, but instead, gets invested in environmental projects that are held worldwide. Another participant says that as long as it is a global increase of price and it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a bad thing if it becomes a bit more upper class. It just means that people need to save longer for their trip and maybe hold it more special rather than just having a quick trip somewhere that hardly really sparks a feeling. Someone else is saying yes, there should be a hybrid carbon tax, but it should first be implemented on private flights, which have a way worse carbon footprint for the involved people. And the last one I want to share with you, plane tickets need increased prices. At least in Sweden, airplane companies don't pay any fees. The prices don't match the impact this way of travel has on the environment. I have to say that everyone who left behind their opinion all mentioned that Doesn't necessarily mean. It's going to be more upper class. Or is a bad thing. And actually in terms of environment. Would be better. If implemented. Now to wrap up this episode. With a bit more lighter heart. Let's talk about our favorite vacation destination. Mine. From all the places that I've been to. I would definitely say. I've most been melted. By Switzerland. My heart is so full of the beautiful alps there the beautiful green environments the hills the mountains what can i say if you if you're not into that then then what do you love in life <laughs> but all jokes aside i think a country where we spend most of the time or find ourselves coming back to is, is probably our favorite and for me that's switzerland now, for someone else who uh, answered the survey, that's also Switzerland, but also Denmark, which I love too, by the way, and, and the Alps in general. I would swear by the answer, this person could be me. <laughs> um, someone else said, so far Thailand, but every country has charms and letdowns and still want to explore more. Since we got ourselves a, a little world adventure in the coming, yes, every country has their charms and letdowns, I mean... I, in general, just find traveling itself a beauty. Just, you know, getting out of your own environment, getting into new environments, um, seeing things you've never seen before. I mean, I live in the Netherlands. We're flat as a pancake. We'll live close to the sea. It's very windy here. We really often want a change of scenery. So something a bit more tropical, something a bit more warm, or something a bit more rural, or... More mountainy or hilly or foresty, it's just it can be so mind healing as well to just we go traveling around and explore how other parts of the world look like. Um, someone else says anywhere a train can take me to, who definitely fits into this uh, this little moment of embracing the world and traveling around. And um, someone else said Rwanda. Now, I had to look that on up because I didn't even know what it was. But that's apparently in Africa. And from the pictures of it, it looks absolutely stunning. Now, I don't know if you've ever been there to the person that wrote this. Probably, because otherwise you wouldn't ride it. But I hope you get to visit it again soon. It even has a volcano. Oh my god, that's really cool. As I mentioned before, we will be digging into this little subject of traveling before and during the pandemic in terms of destinations. Where did you go last summer? Where are you going this winter? What are plans looking like for next year? Um, We'll be digging into that in another episode um, at some point in the near future. Um, I don't have it planned directly lined up after this episode. Um, so keep an eye out for the surveys, see if it pops along, please do answer it. I looking forward to see what people's opinions are and what have been up to the last six to eight months. Um, and with that, I want to thank you for listening to a two episode of Tuesday Thoughts. I'm going to wrap it up. If you have any ideas for topics that you'd like to hear get covered on this podcast, please send them over to podcast at Every Saturday morning, you can find a new survey. Please check it out. Click the checkmark on asutic.com. Thank you very much for listening. See you in the next episode next week.